The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. CFA fam, what is going on? Thank you for checking out the week 14 wide receiver rankings and must start show. No time to waste. We have playoffs right around the corner. So we're just going to dive right into it. Going to give you our top 36 wide receivers for the week and then give you guys some must start options right after that. So kicking things off for us, no surprise here. Cooper Cup at wide receiver one, followed by Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Deontay Johnson, Tyree Kill, Stephon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, and Corderell Patterson at wide receiver 12. For our wide receiver twos for week 14, we have Hollywood Brown, DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, Mike Williams, Jamar Chase, DJ Moore, T. Higgins, Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, Tyler Lockett, Hunter Renfro, and Darnell Mooney at wide receiver 24. And then our wide receiver threes, Chase Claypool at wide receiver 25, followed by Brandon Cooks, Brandon Ayuk, Van Jefferson, Odell Beckham, Jerry Judy, Jarvis Landry, Michael Gallup, Christian Kirk, Russell Gage, Tyler Boyd, and Marvin Jones Jr. down there at wide receiver 36. Obviously, the, the one big thing we have to watch out for this week is Keenan Allen on the COVID list. Apparently, he is vaccinated, so he does have a chance to still play on Sunday. But obviously, if he is out, that is going to rocket up Mike Williams into that wide receiver one, wide receiver two fringe territory. So, Kev, floor is yours, my man. Hit the folks with some of these wide receiver threes that you think are must-starts for week yeah, so for me, I'm going to kick it off with uh, Chase Claypool. You know, I love pain, and I'm, I'm going to keep going back to Chase Claypool here. This is uh, one of the best matchups you could possibly see all year. On the season, he has a 20% target share. He's averaging about 7.2 targets per game, 18 deep targets, 9 red zone targets, which is something that I was a little bit surprised about, that he has so few red zone targets for somebody that's as big body as he is. We just haven't seen any boom weeks from him this year like we did last year. Some of that's because of noodle arm Big Ben. But uh, what what can very definitely cure that is this Minnesota defense that is absolutely gutted with injuries right now. And their secondary has been absolutely atrocious. Uh, Rashad Breeland is averaging, uh, allowing a 62.8% catch rate, 666 receiving yards, a 13.8 yards per reception, six receiving touchdowns, and 110.8 passer rating, which is absolutely terrible. But hey, there's more because the next uh, guy he's going to see next closest to is McKenzie Alexander, who is allowing a 58% catch rate, 429 receiving yards, a 15.3 yards per reception, four touchdowns, and 113.4 passer rating. Minnesota also allows the most fantasy points to wide receivers and the third most receiving yards and third most touchdowns. So 
great spot for both Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool here. And I think Chase Claypool could be a decent wide receiver three, wide receiver four this week for most people. So I love uh, I love Chase Claypool. They play on Thursday night, but this is a very bad matchup for Minnesota. I, th- I think this is a, a, a situation that, that Pittsburgh could take advantage of. And so I absolutely love Chase Claypool this week going up against this, this really bad secondary. Next up, I have uh, Darnell Mooney. I know we have him listed as a wide receiver two. I have him a little bit lower, but I still think he is a startable wide receiver three. He's 19th in air yards, but he's a 34.2 market share of the air yards, which is top 20 among all wide receivers. 15 deep targets on the year, 12.4 fantasy points per game. He has almost, a, he's probably going to hit 1,000 receiving yards this year with 721 already, four touchdowns, a really solid 2.19 yards per out run, 195 yards after the catch. And he's he's going to see the most of Chandra Sullivan, who is allowing a 65% catch rate, 105.8 passer rating, a 13.2 yards per reception. The other two corners, uh, you know, Eric Stokes has been, ha- has been okay this year, but you know, this is a, a Sunday night matchup against Green Bay, and it does not sound like Allen Robinson is going to be back. I, I the Allen Robinson thing uh, is wild to me because it was really a non-injury that we never really heard about, but he's been out for over a month now, and I'm really starting to think this is more of just a business decision for Andre for uh, Allen Robinson. This, he's going to be gone after this year, and it sounds like things have gotten really ugly behind the scenes. We just haven't heard about, and I don't know if Allen Robinson is going to play the the rest of the year. To be honest with you. Uh, I really wouldn't be shocked. This Bears offense is fucking terrible. They're they're averaging 187 passing yards per game. The 1943 Chicago Bears average more passing yards per game. The 1943 Chicago Bears average more passing yards per game. I want that to sink in. The 1943. That was when teams only ran the ball. They very rarely ever threw the ball. Average more passing yards per game than this Chicago Bears offense. But Darnell Mooney is the absolute only guy here in this offense. He's going to see all the tar- he sees most of all the targets here. Twenty six percent target share. They're going to be trailing. They're going to throw the ball. Darnell Mooney's in a good spot here. Fire Matt Nagy. Let's go to Marquez Valdez Scantling. Over his last two games before the bye, he's seen 19 targets, 300 air yards, 75 percent of the snaps, and 35 percent market share of the air yards. He is definitely the deep threat. On the season, he has an 18.2 yards per reception, which is fourth among all wide receivers. And he gets – pick your poison. I mean, really, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't know how they're going to stop Devontae Adams and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Xavier Crawford, a 60% catch rate, 115 passer rating. Artie Burns, a 62% catch rate, 15.4 yards per reception, and 133.9. And he actually took over for Kendall Vildor, who allows a 70% catch rate, 138.8 passer rating. So I don't really know how they, I guess a very slight marginal, just bad. And then Jalen Johnson, 58% catch rate and 96.6 passer rating allowed. So th- this entire secondary is absolutely terrible. And Marquez Valdez-Scaling is a very, very strong wide receiver three. He is widely available in all formats. Uh, and so he's somebody that if he, if he's out there in the league, you need to add him because Marquez Valdez-Scaling is in a great spot. This hey, it's a season of giving, right? They're, they're, they're just trying to get in with uh, the, the groove of the, of the holiday season. That, that, that's all. Take, take it easy. I do want to talk about uh, one guy. You mentioned Darnell Mooney, more of a wide receiver two for us. Same thing with Elijah Moore, but I did just want to mention him off the top because obviously whenever you drafted him, he was a double-digit round guy. You might have even dropped him early on in the season, picked him back up off of waivers. You know, it, it took a while to get here, but one of our favorite rookie wide receivers is finally coming through over the past uh, several weeks, and Corey Davis just hit IR after their last game. 
that's obviously going to open things up, give him a clear path to, to targets and production, and allow him to continue his recent streak. Now, Kev, I, I have a question for you. Since week eight, when Moore had his first solid game of the year, I think it was like 6'4", like 67, I, I think he had week eight. Do you know where Elijah Moore ranks among receivers in that time from week eight until till now? I'm going to say wide receiver two or three. Ding, ding, ding. Wide receiver two and half PPR and wide receiver four in full PPR scoring. He's seventh in receptions, six in yards, and he's tied with Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen over that time for first in touchdowns with five. The dude has been balling, and that is with Zach Wilson, Mike White, and Joe fucking Flacco tossing him the rock. So if you have him, you can put him down as a solid wide receiver too for the rest of the season. They get New Orleans this week, who has been trash against wide receivers. Then they get Miami, Jacksonville, and Tampa Bay through the rest of the year. So really solid wide receiver too. Like I said, plug them into your flex and you feel great about it. The last two I want to mention really quickly, don't have to go into a lot of depth here, but uh, Van Jefferson and Odell Beckham, Really nice wide receiver threes this week. I, I'm I'm putting this out into the universe because like I really hope one of these like high over under games like finally hits. Like I feel like we've been like let down a lot this year by games in this spot. You know, especially with it being a divisional game and all of that. But going up against the Cardinals, I, I'm really hoping. Like I said, we have a I think it was the second highest total that we have on uh, on the week here. And it's really actually not a great matchup on paper. Uh, the Cardinals have allowed the 10th fewest half PPR points per game to uh, to wide receivers. And they've only allowed five wide receivers on the year to go for more than 15 uh, half PPR points in a game. Partially that is due to their schedule. But like I said, I think with, you know, with Matt Stafford slinging it, I think you can plug both of these guys if you have either one in as solid wide receiver threes on the week. And like I said, what I'm hoping is going to be a, a fantasy bonanza. That is going to do it for the week 14 wide receiver show. Appreciate all of you checking us out. We appreciate all the feedback and support you guys have given us all year. If you're new to the show or if you just haven't done it yet, please hit us with a sub and a like on the YouTube video. If you're checking us out on podcast form, we appreciate you as well. Hit us with a rate and review. Good luck to all of you in week 14. Any questions, drop in the YouTube comments or follow us over on the Discord channel. You can ask all your questions over there and we'll make sure we get to them as well. Talk to you all special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.